to choose from Aaron and members from New Keyshore, the boys of Connemara and the Clare and married maidens. People from Cork City who were loyal, true and faithful, they brought home the Fenian prisoners from dying in foreign nations. Timmy Wack, fall the do, fall the dillery idle and it's there you see confectioners with sugar sticks and dainties, the lozenges and oranges, the lemonade and raisins, gingerbread and spices to accommodate the ladies, and the big crew bean frost rub and stiffy suck and while you're able to be whack, fall the do, fall the dinnerly idle day. And it's there you see the gamblers, the thimbles and the garters, and the sporting wheel of fortune with the four and twenty quarters. There was others without scruple pelting wattles at poor Maggie And our daddy well contented to be gawking at his daughter Timmy Wack, fall the do, fall the diddly idle And it's there you see the pipers and the fiddlers competing The nimble for the dancers and the tripping and the daisies There was others shouting cigars and lights and bills for all the races With the colours of the jockey and the price and horses ages Timmy Wack, fall the do, fall the diddly idle there you'll see the jockeys and they mounted on so stately The pink, the blue, the orange and green, the emblem of our nation When the bell was rung for starting all the horses seemed impatient I thought they never stood on ground, the speed was so amazing To me whack, fall the do, fall the diddly idle There was half a million people there of all denominations The Catholic, the Protestant, the Jew and Presbyterian There was yet no animosity, no matter what persuasion But voyage and hospitality, inducing this the Paisley Timmy Wack, fall the do, fall the dinnery idle day Timmy Wack, fall the do, fall the dinnery idle Morning, folks. Jay here at the controls in the studio up here in Toronto, and I got the lads on the line. They're out at the races today. Two lads that never stop. How's you doing, lads? What's the buzz? Good, good. Yourselves? Ah, very good. We're up here at Woodbine Racetrack, tenth side. It's best. We took the donkeys in this morning. The great. Just made it across the finish line there now. Lovely. Yeah, we got the Ireland Fund. Uh, day at the races, Irish day at the races. I saw if I was coming in here, I saw a fellow with a Westmead jersey outside riding a horse. You know, you know, I'm him today. Yeah, I'm backing him today. Uh, good stuff. And speaking of Westmead, though, we have one of the Kilkenny cats here alongside us. Oh, and I'm backing the black and amber today, not alone to win the horses, but to win the hurling this afternoon. What do you figure on that now, Esther? I'm nervous. Give us an outscore. I, a score, uh, 212 to 214. Oh, a big one. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, good day. Right. Okay. Good. And of course, Kenny, the 214. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. Good stuff. So, we have a fellow crowd. Oh, we have a very exciting day. We have over 250 people expected, and the volunteers are setting up the auction table as we speak. And it's actually all very exciting. Just This is, I think, our 19th year. Wow. It's doing this for on behalf of Celtic Studies. Oh, that's Celtic Studies. So, it's a good cause. 
and it's a beautiful day. A little windy out here, but the thunder and lightning happened last night, so oh, we're very happy about that. It's a spectacular day. The last few years have been really wonderful. And, and if you haven't been to this event, folks, you got to come because the tent side here, you're right there. The horses are flying by. And it's just tremendous. Absolutely. And there's a lovely area outside that you can sit in nice comfy chairs and watch the races. No, it's all it's all fun and not not because of one for that we're all partaking very shortly. And I must tell your listeners that Mark and Ken are definitely competing for the best dressed man here today. Ah, thank you very they much. look stellar, absolutely. So I think Ken, you have a little bit of competition. Ah, sure, I think there's a competition, competition here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's time now. You took off that palm, then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the green one. Please the green one. <laughs> EMI there, the kids call that. Yeah, that what it is. Too much information. Oh, <laughs> right. okay. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. And speaking of auctions, we are one of the auctions, right? Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. We started it last week. I think we have a high bid of 200 from Con O'Connell. Yeah. So, folks, give us an old text because you can yeah. actually partake in this auction right now. Yeah. 416-725-9670. And get an old bid in. Yeah. To join us in studio. Or maybe if we're out on the road, you could do that too. John Gilroy was outbid last week, so let's see if he digs deep today, if he found any extra cash lying around the house. A few pennies under the mattress there, huh? (laughs) So so, uh, I noticed that David Morn is one of the the jockeys here, and he's uh, an Irishman, isn't he? Excellent. Yeah, yeah. David Morn is here every year. He wins a lot of races, so he's the filling up for. Yeah. Right. He's he's the the he is. <laughs> I think they all are. There's nobody that looks like me riding the horse. Let me jump in here because there are also quite a number of women jockeys. So oh, very good. Good. well, have you no. got a good name out there now? Um, I'll give it a shot. I haven't looked at the program we'll yet. Come in later on. Come in later on. All right. Anyway, it's going to be great crack here today. Anyway, it is going to be mighty and. Is the room like if someone wanted a last minute? Or uh, I period? think so, yeah, because, well, you know, they can set up another table. We are, oh, right. we're almost at capacity, but if anybody feels like coming out on this lovely day, by all means, we'll, we'll accommodate them. And it's not too late. Post time is at one. one what time is everything getting away? Nine, nine races. Nine races today. Yeah. Wow. wow. And the buffet starts at noon, and we'll go on until 2.33 o'clock. Oh, well, it's a yeah. long day. I might have to get off the shore around 10 to 12 to get into the buffet early. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> First in line. Right. Leave a bit for the rest of us. <laughs> I will. I'll do my best. <laughs> You're taller as he is. All right. Very good. Great stuff. Good stuff, Ethan. Well, good luck for the day. Thank and, you so uh, much, guys. We'll be, uh, we'll be like Wranglers today. We'll be lassoing people and bringing them in, in and out for conversation. So as soon as you see a celebrity, pull them over. I certainly will. I'll send them your way. <laughs> Excellent. Great. Thank Thanks, Ethan. Ethan Epperlin does fantastic work in our community, obviously. And, and today is a big day for her as well. And tomorrow is a big day for the men oh, from Sligo. Boys make it white. They're coming out. Yeah. And they have the Rossies. The Rossies. Yeah. They almost beat the New York. They were. Um, tough, they won't let the lads from Sligo <laughs> away that easy, will they? I was, uh, I was awesome with a fellow from Roscommon yesterday uh, as an old work thing. Right. brought him. And, uh, anyway, he's nervous. Yeah, I have to say he's nervous, yeah. All right, all yeah. right. So we'll, I know the lads will give it a good lash. Yeah, that's for sure. There is a bit of breaking news here, and I don't know if you've heard it because I know you've rushed over here. Yeah. Is that the Ireland under 21s have just defeated the All Blacks on uh, by 34 yeah. points to 23 oh. in apparently an incredible game. The scenes over there are absolutely spectacular. That is amazing. And so now they are unbeaten in the tournament. They've got eight points, one game left against Georgia, which should be a handy one. But uh, they've beaten the All Blacks, which that is, is incredible. incredible. Especially, uh, and the game against Wales there last week, they were down 17 nothing at the half. They yeah. come back and beat them. That's incredible. I did hear on the radio on the way over, because uh, I was listening to the Euros there, and, and it was BBC Live. And England beat, in the, in the uh, international test, England beat uh, Australia. They did? 13-24 yep. or something like that. Yeah. Oh, 
incredible result there, but great job on the uh, the Irish. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. That's the future right there. That's the future. Yeah, that's the future. And apparently a couple of uh, fantastic players that really made a name for themselves there. So. That's great news. Wow. So anyway, and we had a big loss in the sports world in Canada. Of we course, Gordy yeah. Howe passing away. Incredible thing, and what an incredible career he had, and yeah. probably one of the most likable men uh, as well. I guess, yeah, that's in, what they in say. the hockey world, yeah. yeah. Mr. Hockey, Mr. Yeah. Hockey, yeah, Mr. Hockey, Saskatoon, yeah, yeah. a cracker. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was a cracker. Yeah, ah, sad to, to see two giants of sports there. That yeah, we lost Muhammad Ali last weekend when we uh, talked about that, and now, uh, and now Gordy Howe. Yeah, so too bad. Well, a uh, big day on Monday for the boys in green as we uh, take on the lads, the meatballs from Sweden. Yeah, right. They only have one player that we have to watch. I think the rest of them, we can match them no I problem. So. I yeah. I think we need to you go at them. You going for a win on that? I'm going for a win on that. I think so. Yeah, Two I think one. They can pull it off. Yeah. Two one win. John good. Waters. He's back. Yeah, he's he is. Fit. Yeah, yeah, that's good. John Waters and Shane Long. I called it. All right. Latana get a penalty first, folks. Latana gets a penalty. Oh, yeah, that'll be it. That'll be it. Right. Okay. That's the end of it. Yeah. I love it. I like that. And my lad, flag you got your. Oh, did you? Two of them. I have one for Heather and one for myself. So. <laughs> good man, good man. Huh? Well, we will let this man, um, uh, Jay. You picked the old tunes today. Was there a bit of a theme to the tunes? I did. Yeah, I tried to get as many races songs in here now, and uh, yeah, and I got a tune lined up now, and it's fitting considering I'm talking to two years now. It's a band from Chicago. They're called the Tossers. <laughs> 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 and this is a tune called Katie at the Races. All right, lads. All right, roll it there. We'll buddy. get this on and we'll chat to you soon. All right. Okay. All right, bye. Good luck.
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. Well, I think I got Desmond on the line here. I have to check. I'm not sure. Desmond, are you on the line? Yeah, I'm here and in living colour. Lovely. All right, give us the news from Ireland. Away you go. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jay. Great to hear your voice and good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. A report by the Northern Ireland Police Ombudsman has found that there was collusion leading to the Lochin Island Massacre. On June 18, 1994, as patrons at the Heights Bar watched the Republic of Ireland take on Italy in the World Cup, members of the Ulster Volunteer Force arrived at the bar in County Down and opened fire on the crowd with machine guns, shooting indiscriminately, killing six men and wounding five. The report found that the attack could have been prevented as the Royal Ulster Constabulary had received information about a, quote, small but ruthless UVF faction which, if passed on to the proper detectives investigating their activities, could have prevented the attack, reports the Belfast Telegraph. When viewed collectively, I have no hesitation in saying collusion was a significant feature of the Lochin Island murders, Dr. Michael McGuire said in his report. However, the report did find that there was no evidence of the security forces being aware of the UVF planning the 1994 attack. Dr. McGuire also found problems with the police investigation of the killings, but he wrote that the failure to bring the killers to justice could not be explained solely by these failings. By 2006, 16 people had been arrested in connection with the attack, but nobody has ever been convicted. One of the suspects in the attack was an RUC informer. An earlier report by Police Ombudsman Al Hutchinson in 2011 found that the RUC had failed to properly investigate but concluded that there was insufficient evidence of collusion. However, those findings were quashed after a legal challenge by relatives of those killed. The Police Service of Northern Ireland's Chief Constable, George Hamilton, said this week that police collusion was, quote, totally unacceptable. Well, a 30-year-old murder mystery may finally be solved this morning. 13-year-old schoolboy Philip Cairns went missing in Dublin on October 23, 1986, on his way back to school after lunch at his home in Rathfarnham. His body was never found, even after a major manhunt. RTE News reports that a woman came forward to Gardaí last month with new information which detectives believed to be credible. The woman told Gardaí that convicted pedophile Eamon Cook may have killed the child at the studios of his pirate radio station. The 70 Pardon me. The 79-year-old DJ died last week, but before his death, he did confirm some aspects of her statement, but never told Gardie where the child's remains were buried. Despite efforts to get him to do so, with police even offering to let him tell a priest or a solicitor who would then only tell them where the body was after Cook died. The woman told police that he was with Cook, owner of Radio Dublin, on the day Philip disappeared. Cook knew Philip and had promised to take him to visit the radio station. However, shortly after they arrived at the studios in Inchicore, a row broke out 
while she was in the other room, and Cook struck the child with an implement. She went into the room and saw the boy bleeding and unconscious on the floor. She told Gardy that she then fainted, and when she woke up, she was in a car being driven by Cook. She kept this information to herself for decades. Cook was later convicted and was serving a 10-year sentence for repeatedly sexually abusing two girls from January of 1974 until May of 1978. The United Nations has taken the Irish government to task, saying its abortion laws have caused, quote, inhuman treatment. In a ruling this week, the Geneva, Switzerland-based Human Rights Committee ruled that the Republic's ban on abortion subjected a woman carrying a fetus with a fatal abnormality to discrimination and cruel, inhuman, or degrading treatment. The ruling also calls for the prohibition to be reversed and even calling for the reform of the right to life of the unborn in the Constitution's amendment, if necessary to allow women to terminate a pregnancy safely. The committee said that Amanda Mellett was forced to choose between carrying her child to term, knowing it would not survive, or traveling abroad for a termination. The government has been ordered to compensate Mellett and to make sure she gets adequate psychological treatment for emotional suffering. Mellett was 21 weeks pregnant in November 2011 when doctors told her the fetus would either die in her womb or shortly after birth. She traveled to Britain for an abortion, but had to return 12 hours after the procedure because she could not afford to stay any longer. She said she was denied bereavement counseling and medical care offered to women who miscarry. Ireland's Protection of Life During Pregnancy Act of 2013 allows for abortion when there is a real and substantial risk to a woman's life, including suicide. But the ban remains on termination in cases of rape, incest, inevitable miscarriage, and fatal fetal abnormality. Well, this week in Irish history, with the Euro 2016 soccer tournament kicking off this week, we remember that that Ireland had its World Cup debut on this day in 1990 with a 1-1 draw against England. June 10, 2000, saw the death of Irish tenor Frank Patterson. And June 5th in the year 597 AD, saw the death of St. Colum Kill, an Irish abbot who spread Christianity to what is now modern-day Scotland. On the same day in 1927, the Irish general election sees the newly formed Fianna Foyle party get 44 seat, seats to Common Nagales 47. And on the same week we bid farewell to the greatest Muhammad Ali, we remember that on June 8, 1985, Irishman Barry McGuigan won the World Featherweight Boxing title. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus' year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies, Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto and Jay with Keolagus Crack. So, until next week, folks, Slango Foyle. Good job, Desmond. As usual, always doing a great job there with the news from Ireland. And, you know, let's go back down to Woodbine Racetrack. Mark and Kenny are still on the line. We are indeed, Jay. Yeah, we're here, tent side here. And uh, it's uh, starting to, people are starting to come in here now and get themselves all set, taking a look at the program and picking out a few old horses there. Excellent. If you hear a little bit of background noise, there's obviously a lot of setup still going on here. And uh, but while um, while we were off there, we did a little check-in um, uh, as well, Jay. That Ireland are playing South Africa today, and uh, they've actually scored a try and a conver- and conversion. So they are seven nil up against South Africa with about 20 minutes, 15 minutes gone. And um, uh, South Africa has just had a man sent off or uh, put in the sending. 
So anyway, just a bit of an update there. Lovely. So um, Kenny went off on a little bit of a, a re- reconnaissance mission there to, to, to uh, lasso a few people in here. So who are we going to have coming on here now, Kenny? Who are we uh, Con O'Connell around? Yeah, he's around. around and uh, Eddie Brennan is around and Kitty oh. Freely and oh. Jane Newman. So there's a whole bunch of uh, folks there that will uh, be coming on in a minute. So we'll get them talking after the next track. Yeah. Yes. Okay. There's a lot of people here we'd like to interview as well. And we're just looking around at some very very uh, nice looking people here Jay I have to say excellent so yeah. should we put what, what have you got lined up for us here now oh now now I have a tune here now uh, a newer tune by a band called The Villagers and this tune is called Nothing Arrived and I'm just hoping that something arrives for you today now some ah, money on ah, fair play to you All right. put a fiver on an old nag here for you alright have to give you some names excellent go ahead there buddy good luck
When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keene family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Hello, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to do a little tag here for the Galway Arms, if I could. At 2 o'clock today, big hurling game on. You heard Ethnic talk about it earlier. Dublin are taking on Kilkenny. You heard Ethnic's prediction on that, a two-point win for Kilkenny. Um, I think I'd probably take Kilkenny in that one myself. That's the kiss of death. That's right the there. first. Right yeah, there. there you go. Um, anyway, tomorrow morning, uh, a great tilt um, up in Ulster. Uh, Fermanagh taking on Donegal. And then at 11 a.m., one of the biggest games of the year, I'd say now, at 11 o'clock in the Galway Arms, Roscommon taking on Sligo. I hear that uh, Michael is going to put a tent out the front and out the back so they can get all the Sligo people in town to it. Now, also a very important event going on there tonight. There's a fundraiser for Huntington's disease. Um, and uh, it's a very important year because everything that's donated this year is going to be doubled by an anonymous donor. So down there, apparently it's a great night. Music is by uh, Danny Williams tonight. Anyway, a couple of celebrities uh, in our midst here at the moment. We do. We have a couple of a couple of lads now, and uh, this one fellow has done tremendous work on the auction. And, uh, and his daughter outbid me last year on the big trip here, Canada. And you're not long back from a big trip. It's Con O'Connell. That's right, yeah, Ken. Uh, the prize was a trip anywhere that Air Canada flies, and uh, our daughter uh, outbid you, luckily for us, and then she handed it over to us. And uh, we went to Sydney, Australia, and then we did a tour of New Zealand. Wow. So we're going to be bidding against Ken again this year. <laughs> uh-huh. and, Shanghai. And, and Con has the high bid in now for the show, too, taking <laughs> over the show. So not only are you taking flights away, you're taking the show away, too. Well, you know, what I thought is that you guys should be paying me, because I heard last time I was on, the ratings went through the roof. <laughs> very true, very Double. true. Yeah. We also have a man in our midst. He's a photographer for at least today, but I'm hearing now he might be taking over the role. Now, not only did he take Kathy Murphy, Kathy Murphy away from us, but now he's taking Smitty's role. Eddie Brennan is there. Good morning, Eddie. Good morning, boys. How are you? I don't know if I can take over Smitty's role now. Um, but I have to say, I've been getting blessings from Smitty, and um, he's been pointing me in the right direction. So well, as long as you point the camera in the right direction, we'll be okay, huh? <laughs> but that would have fun to say anyway. Otherwise... Uh, Reputation is going to be going downhill very fast now at this stage. I'm glad that happened. Uh, Eddie, have you seen any changes in Cassie since she got married to her? Yes, I, I can see. I can see more vibrance uh, in her every morning. Like, <laughs> <"Hang on." laughs> you could be in trouble. <laughs> I think you'd be running for politics too. That was a good answer. That was a good answer. Yeah, it was. It was. There was no way you were coming out of that one unscathed anyway. There was, that was a no-win question. Yeah, there you go. 
Khan, there's uh, plenty of other great auction items, but uh, yourself and Kathy kind of take control of this and, and run it there. And for people who can't make it here, they're going to miss out on, on a big day, but give them a, an idea, just a few of the uh, different items you have here. Yeah, there's some fantastic items. Actually, one of the ones is a $1,000 party at PJ's. So you can go to PJ's, bring all your friends, they give you a private room, and they'll pay for the first thousand dollars worth of uh, of stuff that you either eat or drink and be merry. So it's really fantastic, and that all goes well too. You know, the uh, then there's uh, the Kyologos crack with two strange guys uh, that I think dollar ninety nine would get you into that one <laughs> easily. Yeah, but I'm still the highest bidder anyway. And Hugo's got the same for his too. Very good. And another one that's almost really priceless is a window table for two at the Queen's Place. That one is impossible to get, and uh, Brian O'Leary has actually a table, and he's going to give two of the seats up, and that one will go very, very well, too. So lots of, lots of really, really uh, good stuff, and then there's a silent action, too, which is really good stuff. Yes. Uh, now, you always know when Cork are not bullish about their year, when they skip completely over the All-Ireland tickets, right? <laughs> didn't even <laughs> mention going there yeah, to see Cork. Yeah. Usually, the, the, the Cork fellas at the end, but uh, oh, get over there and watch Cork in the final. When, None of that. You know, when we talk about Cork, though, we say Cork should God help us. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, the women are winning everything, and we're hoping they'll all get married, and that about 15 years from now we'll have a good minor team. <laughs> Very good. What about Waterford this year? Uh, Waterford are looking pretty well at the moment. We had a good win against Clare uh, last week there, and I suppose that was like um, revenge for the, the previous game against Clare. So they're coming up, and it's, it's a good young team. Uh, Shanahan's uh, looking after him very well in the sector as well. So, um, there's high hopes for Waterford this year. The Kenny still might be a stumbling block, but Etna will have her own um, ideas on that as well, like, you know. But, um, it will be there and there about this year. Thanks a million, lads, for joining us here. They're busy too. They're still working here. They're... So, we'll uh, we'll let you get back at the work and we'll uh, we'll chat to you a little bit later. And, uh, if anybody beats my bait, uh, I'll be happy to get rid of you. <laughs> That's a, an awful thing to be saying to us, right? In front of our faces. <laughs> Very good. All right, and a quick update on the South Africa-Ireland rugby game. It's now Ireland 10, South Africa 3. Um, apparently, uh, one of the Irish lads uh, deserved a bit of a red card, but didn't get it. Anyway, we'll keep you updated on that one. But so far, it's looking good for Ireland, 10 points to 3. Jay, have you now tune lined up for us there? Yeah, we're going to tune on now here. Here's to the horses. This is the Irish Rovers. Here's to the ribbon round the blue ribbon can. Here's to the ladies that pour golden rivers that fill up the glass of the beer drinking man. Down by the river at Old Brady's Tavern, that's where we gather most every night. Laughing and joking, talking and toasting, tall storytelling till almost daylight. We'll drink a toast with each round that you buy Your wife or your girlfriend will toast anything Winners or losers, you'll be the choosers And long about morning you might hear us sing Sing, sing Here's to the horses that pull the mud wiser Here's to the ribbon round the blue ribbon band Here's to the ladies that pour golden rivers of the beer drinking man 
friends that we've left behind We wish them the best they can do without us Here's to the wife of old Billy Johnson The day that she left him we toasted the bus Sing, sing Here's to the horses that pull the Budweiser Here's to the ribbon around the blue ribbon stuff there the Irish Rovers and here's two Irish Rovers on the line here Mark and Ken you still there? We are Jay and we found another one here now and this fellow's a bit shy of microphones <laughs> off. Yeah. Now, did you, uh, the radio ratings just came out last week I don't yeah. know if you saw the I didn't know what's we, the crack? We, we got the you know most popular Irish radio show every weekend mm-hmm. but this man here was a was a close runner up for close it. second wasn't he? well known to the community well known to the community Hugo how are you doing pal? <laughs> no, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. That's all we do for today. That's it. I thought you were changing. Are you I'm gonna wear yours. <laughs> He's wearing an Antrim jersey here, lads. Completely out. That's that's uh, off. Right off. You're not dressed up for today. I want to rip. I want to rip. You said so. I want to rip your new one today. That's what I want to do. Right? <laughs> Come on. Uh, well, you know, Sligo and Antrim are going to be in the GAA final when uh, Prince Charles is presenting Sam McGuire, right? <laughs> 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 How's it going? How's it going? How are you, Mark? It's going good. Yeah, I'm going really good. Yeah, coach yeah. Of the year you going for? Coach of the year, I'm going for. Yeah, I'm coach of the year, and uh, so far so good. Are you slipping out early today? I'm slipping out around uh, half two today. Well, yeah. the big rumor is just like Andrew got chipped last week in that Christie ring thing that uh, the girls kind of got chipped there by a dodgy referee. Yeah, I won't. No, listen, <laughs> I can't leverage the radio show for that type of stuff. I know you're trying to draw me into it, but I can't. I got to take the high road on this one. But I will tell you that something similar happened in Ireland between Antrim and Nice. That's just said. Yeah, that's the ring. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. Okay. Antrim got chipped. Antrim got chipped. But uh, anyway, look, looks like the Gales are under a good thing. Yeah, we've got a good team. Uh, got a good team. Got a few great players. Well, I'm a former Gales alumni, and you, I think it was you or the late Tommy White said I was a Gaelic footballer. I was a great DJ, right? Yeah. Was it you or Tommy White? <laughs> I think it was that? Tommy White. I can blame Tommy because he's no longer around. But, but listen, I, I have to keep my reputation and my, my friendship with you intact here. Exactly. Tommy, what's happened? Have you any tips, Ken? Back every Irish jockey. You know? yeah, all right. I, Anyone who's heard an accident. David Clark was the guy because he was a neighbor of a, a friend of mine, Tony Feeney. So I always kind of tried to get Davies' numb in a year. I don't know what's happening, but it's sold out. Yeah. Sold yeah. out. What are you going out there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah fantastic. Anyway. 
And you're, you're, you're working, you're working well, here. He comes in here, he, he came over here, he says, where's my dressing room? Huh? Yeah, Makeup hasn't arrived yet. <laughs> yeah, you put it over the trowel. Yeah. You're coaching too, Ken? You're coaching yeah, yeah, yeah. Soccer, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the other, uh, the other sport. Yeah, yeah, Vegas and Armagh, you're, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, Listen, we wish you the best today now. I, and make sure yeah, you get item. Hey, Guinness Book of Records is outside of Rippies, believe it or not. <laughs> They're coming in because the, actually the two of you are here at the same time. <laughs> Believe it. Or oh, not. yeah. It's very good. Very good. Well, Ken, you're looking very flush, isn't he, Mark? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. that all about? I've never seen him not look well done. Yeah. <laughs> he's just... <laughs> he doesn't have done a lot coaching. And uh, he goes to Arizona three months every year. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. When he's selling up potato chips, potatoes, what is it you're selling? You got it. Not you know, know it. Like Everything. You, you know it. You know, if it but can be on, sold, that's what I'm telling But I'm here, to, I'm here to rip you a new one. But Mark doesn't have a white belt on today because yeah. then used car salesmen don't usually wear a white belt, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, this I, is why it's dangerous to bring this man here. Right, 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 right. right. I can see that. Uh, I was talking to an old uh, friend of yours, Mr. Billy Miller, sent him a nice, yep, Sean Hart sent me a nice contact because Billy won a, an All-Ireland under-21, so Liam Boyd was on there, so I sent him, so he's keeping, I was asking about you. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 so that's it. Yeah, so that's good. good. All right, let's, let's talk about the Gills. Yeah, okay. You had a feel of victory. You won Montreal. Win in Montreal. Uh, we beat St. Vincent in the senior since in the intermediate. So we have two games today. At 3.30, we take on Durham. The league is pretty tight this year, so if we can beat Durham today, we'll, uh, we'll probably get into the final of the league. He's coaching Durham this year. Uh, uh, Armour, yeah. Brian Ah, yeah, he is. Sure. He's the best coach in the world, that man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, any, any jokes for today, Ken? Uh, no. Here we go. Come on. We don't. We don't, have we don't, we don't do, do jokes. Can't. We don't do jokes. Uh, do you want a quick one? Yeah, a quick, quick one. one is about the Scotsman who walked into the bar and ordered everybody a drink. Did you hear that one? <laughs> the, was that America? No, no. The headline in the paper was the next day, local ventriloquist kicked to death. Good <laughs> <laughs> yourself. you well, pick on Scottish people here, Welsh people. Anyway, Euros. Have you picked the Euros? Pick the favourites? Yeah. Well, uh, my dark horse is Austria, believe it or not. I think yeah. Austria's going to do well. They were lucky against Albania there. Very yeah. lucky. Yeah, very. Very old guy got sent off early. Uh, Wales, they're worried about the goalkeeper here. He might have a late fitness thing, but uh, England, England are always a disappointment, aren't they? Mm-hmm. What about Northern Ireland? Look, here's the thing about Northern Ireland. My son said to me, Dad, look, I, I, would, I would wish them well. I would wish them well, right? Mike, yeah. Michael O'Neill, I'd wish them well. Let's see, it's a tough group. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. The one thing about Euro, it's not like the World Cup. There's no weak links in Europe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I still think I still think Germany's going to win it. Uh, France is, I think it's France and Germany in the final, and it's set up that yeah. way. Yeah. You're looking yeah. at it. It is, it yeah. Is. Yeah. yeah. So that's, you know, so let's see if, uh, you know, a Deutschland could do it. But uh, what do you think of that goal? Crack. I have good finish. Unbelievable. It's going to be, so going to be some goals to beat that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he just signed his own contract for United. Might have. Might yeah. have, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. last, you're no use to you. No, it's not a tip. No, sniff. nothing, nothing. But I don't have the phone burning delay for a sniff. Here's my tip. Yeah. Go get your suit on. You're looking okay. awful. Man. Yeah, I've got a pressure here today. <laughs> hey, listen, have a great afternoon. Yeah, right. listen, Make sure the bids go high on the solar line, traction. Bottom line is, let's relax. You're doing your bit for the community. We're all doing our bit for the community. Here's what it is. It's from Celtic Studies. Yeah, uh, that's what it is. And, uh, like, you would know I'm there right at the top of the show. Uh, who can say anything about it? Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you could. could. Right, just yeah. look at the work she's done. I think we're heavily involved with the refugee thing. So yeah. let's, let's, let's keep her going, right? Yep. That's absolutely right. Keep her lit, as the man is. Keep her lit. And uh, are you both not wearing any ties today? No, no. No, no. 
We wore them last year, and everybody. People are the hangouts if we wore tights. Uh, your uh, your number one fan this one, didn't we? Oh, I saw that. We'll have to get him on. <laughs> Mr. Sean Gilroy is in the house. Yeah, he's not listening, so that's good. <laughs> I heard he's a river dance thing. Oh, oh yeah, it's seventh and eighth race. All right. Anyway, good luck, Todd. Okay, right. thanks for joining us, Hugo. All right, yeah. drawing an old track there. The winter it is past. And the summer's come at last And the birds they are singing In the trees Their little hearts are glad But mine is very sad For my true love is far away from me The rose upon the briar By the water running clear Gives joy to the linnet and the bee Their little hearts are blessed But mine it's not at rest For my true love is absent from me And it's the threat I will repair To the chorus of Kildare There I'll find tidings of my dear All you that are in love And cannot it remove I pity the pains that you endure For experience lets me know That your hearts are full of woe And a woe that no mortal can endure And it's threat I will repair To the chorus Find tidings of my dear Strat I will repair To the Cora of Kildare For it's there I'll find tidings of my dear Every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness. 
Very good, Jay. All right, here's the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. June 13th, Ireland, Canada, Centre of Commerce in Calgary is hosting a luncheon with guest speaker Deborah Yedlin. She's the Calgary Herald business columnist. Tickets are $40, and it's at the Westin at 324th Avenue Street. Members are $40, and non-members $65, 11.30 a.m. registration, and the lunch starts at noon. You can give Lorraine Regan a call when you're out there in Calgary, 403-244-1917. And there's a film festival going on. It's the film, a female eye film festival. And it's an international film festival taking place in Toronto from June 14th to the 19th. And uh, we have a film there that's going to be screened by filmmaker Paula Kyo. She is from Connemara. She's visiting for the festival. Her film is Anatomy of a Passion documentary exploring the life, work, and sensual poetic imagination of the revolutionary Irish poet Moira Moxie. And it's uh, described by the Irish Times as a poignantly beautiful, revealing documentary. And guess what, folks? We've got tickets to give away for that. If you want a pair of tickets for that, send me an email at kenatsaturdayirishradio.com and I'll set you up with a ticket for the screening. It's on June 17th at noon at the Theatre Centre on Queen Street. The Chamber will host its annual Brian Dolan Golf Memorial Tournament. It's taking place at Caledon Woods, and that's up there in Caledon on Thursday, June the 16th. That's just this coming week. 12.30 is the lunch, 1.30 is the shotgun. It's $600 for foursome, and it's $150 for individual golfers. Public men- members get a discount. It's $90, and it includes the green fee, your car for steak dinner, and a light lunch. And you can get your tickets at ICCCPO.com slash shop. Mary, uh, shop. Mary Durkin uh, was in touch, and it's uh, Rejoice on Bloomsday, Thursday, June 16th, and that is in Toronto. It's the 31st annual Bloomsday celebration, and it's uh, just always a great day out. And they kick things off right night, nice and early, at Chew Gardens Odyssey on June 16th, as I say, at 9 a.m. till noon. Bloom on the Beach is three events. The recreation of Dublin in 1904 with dramatized Ulysses readings and music. And uh, so you want to get down there for around 9 a.m. at Kew Gardens, folks. And then they'll even do some lunch at Whitlock's Restaurant on 1961 Street East. Give them a call at 416-691-8784. And there's a, an Irish youth choir coming to town, and they'll be on on Thursday, June the 16th as well at 7.30 p.m. at Trinity St. Paul's, 427 Bloor Street West. Tickets are only $25 for adults. Students and seniors are $20 and children are $10. And you can get in touch with them by sending an email to bradley at torontochildrenschorus.com. Folks from the Cork Association are having their annual pub night and it'll take place with all the arms on June the 18th at 8 p.m. I'd love you to come out and enjoy them for uh, a whole load of cracks that night. You know, there'll be uh, entertainment there. Tom O'Donoghue will be at the mic, but they do have an open mic, and there'll be raffles and prizes as well. So get down to the Galway on June the 18th. June the 27th, there is a charitable concert that's taking place in Toronto, and it's taking place at the Roy Thompson Hall, and it's benefiting Red Cross in Fort McMurray. It's hashtag BackFortMag. Foreman artists are uh, unbelievable here, folks. John McDermott, Canada's Irish tenor, Leona Boyd, Jim Cuddy, Alan Froome, just to mention a few. So you can uh, get yourselves down there and uh, do a little bit for charity. You can get your tickets at backportmac.com. 
or give them a call at 416-872-4255. And Fort St. John's, uh, Fort St. George Celtic Festival is uh, approaching us. It's July the 9th in beautiful Niagara-on-the-Lake. This year's event promises to draw large crowds as they feature performances from the headline bands and the tartan tours. You can get uh, your ticket at www.pc.gc.ca and we'll have some tickets to give away as well. And also, finally, on uh, on this uh, one, it's Gronya Duffy. She's a blues artist and she's coming to Hughes Room. We're doing a new uh, promotion with Hughes Room folks and we also have a couple of tickets to give away to that event. It's July the 6th. Tickets are $22.50 in advance, $25 at the door and Hughes Room, of course, is on Dundas Street. And uh, the likes of Gronya Duffy has played with some tremendous artists, including Eric Clapton and Neil Young and Cheryl Crow. So we'll give you away a couple of tickets. Send me in an email, ken at saturdayirishradio.com. Actually, one more thing that came in to me was from um, our pal, Charlie Foster. Folks that may have missed the St. Michael Cemetery tour at St. Clair and Young, well, there's another one happening, and it's taking place on July the 10th at 2 p.m., and it's a guided tour, so you can get yourself down there. For all the information, folks, you can go to our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And now we've been joined by a couple of guests here. Mark, who do we have? Well, we're actually delighted to be joined by the president and CEO of Irish uh, TV, who's in town. Um, his name is uh, Pierce O'Reilly. Pierce, what brings you to Canada? Welcome, by the way. Thanks very much, and uh, delighted to be here. I was just listening to Ken uh, reading out all of the events taking place, not just here in Toronto, but right around the region. And the people back at home only realize uh, the bonds, the first, the camaraderie that's in the Irish community, not just here in Toronto, but right across Canada into America, uh, that would be fascinated. And that's what Irish TV is all about. It's connecting the global Irish community, uh, reaching into uh, the homes of those people and uh, telling their stories. These are ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things for their own lives, for their own communities, and uh, especially for their own country, even though they're thousands of miles away. So uh, we're going to be launching here uh, in September. Uh, we're going to be going into about 5 million homes across Canada. Uh, we're going to be carried on Bell. We're going to be carried on uh, Telus. We're going to be carried on Shaw. And we're going to also be carried on uh, Rogers. So it's the first time ever that an Irish uh, TV station is going to be available 24-7 in Canada. And I, I just hope that people support it uh, with their eyes more than anything else. You know, I lived in America and I lived in Canada for a while. And we were always uh, known for our loyalty and our bonds with Ireland, and I suppose keeping those connections alive. I think what you're doing is a fantastic work connecting. I think the work that uh, the Irish Canadian Fund is brilliant, and Jane obviously invited us along today, and we're hoping to complement that uh, with television service for the first time ever as well. Good man yourself, fantastic. That's great, brilliant. great to have you here, and, and uh, good luck. Any, any tips on the horse? Are you, are you a good fan for the horses at all, or can you help us? Yeah, I'm a huge racing enthusiast. Uh, my dad breeds 10 horses at home in oh, Ireland. Wow. Uh, I had a heart myself. Well, the syndicate of us had a heart, and we put in a thousand euros each into it. And he won three races, and then he <laughs> fell in May, and we had no insurance, and uh, we had to pay the track a hundred euros uh, to take him off the track. So we lost everything. But uh, it's just brilliant to be here. I, I, I can't believe I only got in yesterday, and I can't believe uh, the strength and the bonds and the support that's here uh, amongst the Irish community. And just even listen to Ken, and I mean it genuinely, like. People at home in Ireland do not know what you're doing. They don't see the value. Yes, we 
think we'll we'll shake you down every now and then when there's a gathering or something. Yeah, else. yeah. By God, the work that you're doing, lads. Oh, it's that's great. Phenomenal. Not, not just from GA and culture and music and stuff like that, but from a business point of view as well. And anything that we can do when we come in here to help me and the Irish community, uh, we do it with open hands. Thank you very much, Piers. And uh, it was very nice of you to come on at Jordan. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, very quickly, we have a. Uh, it's 11:54. We have a very angry woman here beside us, oh. Cathy Murphy, and uh, Cathy got a couple of honourable mentions today, and we didn't even have to bring it up. But uh, the one thing, say that first. Huh? You look amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's how you knew you look stunning. So uh, yeah, I love the old hat there. It's not even a hat. What is it? It's a hat. Yeah. So, did you think I wouldn't be listening? Is that, was that the thing? Because I was listening in the taxi. I don't know what you mean. When <laughs> I, I oh, Eddie was on my air earlier. Did you know that? I, uh, yeah, Eddie was the, on the, the vibrant energy this morning. Here's the thing. Eddie's a little bit older than me. And so I just think he's not used to being around the youth planet. So it takes him a little longer to perk up in the morning. <laughs> and these people are very high energy as well, right? <laughs> We're like off, off the radar. That yeah. might be true. <laughs> okay, there you go now. Rebuttal oh, is in. Thanks, <laughs> All right, Kenny. Well, well, Jay. Listen, I think we're um, going down to the wire here. Um, yeah. What's going? On? Any couple of wee things, uh, Jay. Just uh, we've got some uh, late emails in, and I just wanted to get uh, a couple of the things out here. First of all, Maureen Moby O'Leary gave me a shout, and as you know, we had been announcing the big charity Kaylee that uh, Maureen was uh, was hosting last night, and um, it was for palliative care. And fair play to, uh, to Maureen and all those who worked on the Cayley. They were able to raise $1,000 at last night's Cayley. And Maureen wanted to thank all the, uh, the, the folks who showed up, of course, and all the musicians who dedicated their, uh, their time to the event and donated all of that. So uh, Maureen wanted to get the word out. We just couldn't get her on today because we're out here live um, at, the, uh, at the races here. So um, I apologies to Maureen for not getting her on. She's going to be away next week, but maybe one of these days we'll, we'll have her on. So... Uh, um, in fairness to her, it was great. The Kyoto's folks are, are deadly for getting around and their uh, endeavours to honour Eileen McLaren and uh, have Happy Moreau. And um, one other one that we just got in from Paul Farkas as well. And Paul wanted us to let everyone know that Brendan King, uh, uh, the man that would be down there at the Galway Arms a lot, uh, had a, uh, a lucky escape. And thank goodness he had emergency heart surgery after receiving and after receiving a pacemaker at Sunnybrook. So the good doctors down there took great care of Brendan and uh, he just wanted to give a, a shout out. Brendan is a man from Galway yep. and uh, folks have known from him down there. So uh, good luck on the recovery, Brendan. And we, we look forward to seeing you down at the Galway soon. And uh, he had requested a song, but uh, it was a bit too late now we had the show. All but we'll get that on next yeah. week for Brendan. So Galway men are tough. Sure. He'll be down watching oh, the game tomorrow morning. Well, of course. Basically. And half time. South Africa 13, Ireland 13. Top second half. Oh. Folks, that's everything from uh, myself and Ken here at uh, Trackside. Uh, get out here. Uh, there's still some room at the, uh, the day at the races. And I will sign off here. Uh, Jane, go back to you. What have we got to, to uh, close out the show there, buddy? All right, we'll have a band here. The De Laurentiis. They're from uh, Dublin, critically acclaimed band, and uh, known for their Irish, um, singing in Irish. And uh, I've got a track called Peter Do. Well done, Jay. Okay, well done. lads. Here, don't be all spending right. my don't be spending my paycheck down there. All right, save some money yeah. for me. All right. <laughs> good See luck you, to you. See you, Slan.
someday we would break each other's heart. for our Irish community can